0: Hi, it's Karen from See Me, Hear Me, Love Me, the podcast for parents of young children. And we want to share your stories and all those crazy, contradictory feelings that come with being a parent. We believe in you. You got this, even on the craziest of days. And you are most definitely not alone.
1: Hey, listeners, the host of this podcast wants you to celebrate the messiness of life with kids. That means we don't need an expert to explain our kids to us. We just need to sit back so we can truly see, hear, and love our kids. My family has been lucky enough to attend B'nai Torah, where Karen's enthusiasm and joy for all aspects of parenting has been a breath of fresh air and always gives us hope that we can do it. Karen Deerwester believes that when we see, hear, and love the messy moments of life with kids, we're able to give our children everything they need. Karen has been a teacher, author, and a leader in early childhood education for decades. And there is nothing, nothing that doesn't make sense if we take time to connect with each child exactly where they are, and right where we are with all of our messiness, too. Here's today's podcast.
0: Today's podcast is Working Moms Continued. Every working mom family has its own story. Every woman has her own story. Whether she leans in, or whether she has no illusions of having it all, I think it's our role to value all those stories, and to hear the stresses, the choices, the options, the opportunities, and the challenges of being a working mom. Michelle Obama quotes Shonda Rhimes as saying, whenever you see me somewhere succeeding in one area of my life, that almost certainly means I am failing in another area of my life. Let's hear from the moms with me tonight at the square table. Succeeding or failing, neither or both, this conversation began immediately after our last Working Mom podcast with that common feeling of this is hard. I'm happy to welcome Nicole el Harar, Julie Deutsch, and Kristen Marvito. Nicole, you get to get us started. Where did you begin your Working Mom story, and how has it evolved over the last few years?
1: Okay, so I began my Working Mom story in 2012, Um, I had graduated from pharmacy school, decided to pursue a residency, which is one or two years of training, depending on how you look at it. Um, I did one year of residency training in just general pharmacy practice. Uh, I finished that in 2013. And then I um, proceeded to do specialized training in mental health pharmacy. Um, So I specialize in PTSD and substance abuse. Upon completion of residency, I took a job where I work at the Westmont Beach VA. Um, I've been there ever since um, throughout these past four or five years or so. Um, I've taken a lot of like leadership positions, so I now run, um, I'm the residency director for second year pharmacy residents um, and a lot of like national committees and things like that. So I would definitely say that's where my career has progressed. Um, I chose pharmacy because at that time I knew I wanted to have a family, and a new medical school for me would be a little bit too long and it would prolong me having a family. Um, I just didn't realize how much time pharmacy would take up. And was it a good fit from the very
0: beginning and through first child, through second child?
1: <laughs> Um, child care. Yeah. So it's been a good fit. Um, with pharmacy, you don't have to do a residency, so you can choose to get out of pharmacy school and practice and make a decent salary Mm -hmm. straight out of school. Um, I chose not to do that, which kind of like prolonged us having a family a little bit because the financial, it's a significant pay cut to do a residency, uh, for one or two years. So, um, I would definitely say it's a good choice as of right now, I love what I do. I would never change it for the world. Um, when I had my first child, it was definitely easier because I only had one, and my parents were willing to help watch him full time um, and kind of take him to and from when we did family time classes and things like that. So it was definitely much easier. Um, I didn't feel nearly as guilty having to take off of work with one child. Like, okay, if my kid is sick, my kid is sick, and I have to stay home, and that's it. Mm -hmm. Uh, With two kids, it's definitely been harder. Um, My parents, thankfully, still help, and they watch two full days a week, but I had to hire a nanny for the other three days a week. Um, I'm lucky that my parents still take my son to and from school every day. So I'm, like, very, very fortunate. I have significant, significant support. Um, My biggest... Challenge, I would say, is the amount of activities that I miss now because I feel yeah. bad taking off at work. Yeah. And it's definitely harder when every other week somebody is sick or somebody has a doctor's appointment or there's in a school activity and I'm like, okay, I have to take off this week for this child. And then the following week something else comes up. So there's a lot more guilt um associated with it now i'm like leaving my patients but then i'm weighing my patients versus my kids
0: okay so. and we, we want to come back to all of yeah. those situations um in in far more depth but the but my first question for you is how did they feel when you heard that quote about succeeding in one area failing in another
1: i mean i,
0: I is it I, always a constant
1: yeah th- it's always a toss-up i i I have a great support system at work as well, so I don't feel like I really fail there. I feel like sometimes that's actually my greater success, unfortunately. I mean, I feel like I I do a great job parenting. My husband is, like, very supporting. You know, he's extremely hands-on with the kids, so I'm, like, very thankful for that. But, again, I mean, I, I fail when I can't take my kid to family time and this music class and that music class or I miss like just even small events at school mm-hmm. that kind it actually like breaks my heart and even on on school breaks when the moms are like getting together and doing mm-hmm. play, dates. play dates or anything like that and I miss that I'm just like my heart cringes a little bit
0: okay and we'll come back to how you make and manage those yeah. choices big picture and small picture so um but we have a second pharmacist, so I mean, <laughs> here we've got the career of choice for tonight. But it's so, so, so interesting, and I also would just want to say, I I wonder if like the idea that work is the easier success is because there's accountability. It's it's finite. It has, you know, it has measures of success. We're home kids it's it's always you know whack-a-mole and a success one day but a tear the next and a and a heartbreak the next and that those testing guilt moments where it's but mommy i miss you mommy i want you mommy why so all i want to return to all of it but go ahead so now comes kristen
2: um so my situation is very similar to nicole's i'm a pharmacist i did a residency and I got pregnant with my son I think after I'd been working for about five years and I was a year out of my residency. Um, I still had student loans. It was my first child and I don't know if I ever as a young person as a like I had a stay-at-home mom so I don't think I ever envisioned myself as a working mom or definitely not a working full-time mom. mom, Sorry. Um, But you know having I got a job that I really liked out of residency, luckily. I still had my student loans, and I felt it. I had a little bit of a work from home. I had a hybrid. I telecommuted, I think, with, he I first met my son, like, three days a week. So I felt like, okay, I can do this. I'm going to give it a shot and see how it goes. And meanwhile, my son will be four next month, and I'm still working full-time, and I have it. a second baby, yeah, so. Did it get um,
0: harder or easier?
2: So much harder with the second child. <laughs> I feel like... with Personality-wise or logistics-wise? Logistics-wise. Okay. So with my first child, I would say, okay, I can work, and I can give you every minute of my spare time out of... Like, obviously mm-hmm. not every minute, but, but I can that first devote time mom dream. Sure. everything to you. Like, I will come home, and I will put my phone away, and I will not yeah. make dinner when you're awake and happy and ready to play, and I'm not going to give a minute of this, you know, five, chill... Whenever he decided to go to sleep, seven thirty, eight o'clock at night, away, and I'll, you know, whatever he wants to do, whatever you know, I would follow him around and whatever toy, whatever <laughs> toy he picked up or whatever he was interested Which in, I give one hundred percent. Fully on board with this. Yeah. yeah. With two kids, I can't say, and I felt that was fair. Like I'm working, but I can mm-hmm. promise that I'm giving you all of my attention outside of that obligation that I have away from you, and I know. I also had family support, so a grandmother was watching him and I just felt like, okay, this is I'm not doing this child an injustice. He's okay. Um, with injustice, two, I don't just the, the guilt. The guilt that, yeah, that was yeah, sneaking yeah. in it's wasn't true. getting me, you know, too overwhelmed at that point. But with two, again, like you're just you know, I come home, who am I gonna give all my attention mm-hmm. to? Luckily my children are close in age, they're nineteen months apart, so today we went to a playground after school, like, you know, things Right. They that can they can share. both still right. kind of enjoy the same type of thing, but so I we don't have, have that as much time. So yeah, so with two children and working, it was, I felt like that kind of tipped... The scales a little,
1: and we have the same thing with the attention thing. Having the two, especially like coming home from work after working a ten-hour day, it's always like my husband's like, "Ella needs the attention. The baby needs the yeah, attention. We husband. give all of our attention to <laughs> exactly. to him. How much attention can can yeah.
2: he take? He right. can talk and advocate for himself, but so. well, so that's why he gets born, all the attention. So your
0: firstborns yeah. automatically get that intensity, yeah. yes. and the seconds are like, yeah, yeah, just yeah. come and yeah. join the
2: fun. That's right. exactly yeah. what it is. <laughs> <we're laughs> stories exactly to the older I'm, one, the little
0: one will piggyback. Exactly. Yeah,
2: thankful. Yeah that my daughter is easy and my Same. son can be and what about dads in the equation so in my house mm-hmm. if dads aren't around like it's a, nearly impossible for me to do it all because that idea of like you
0: take one I'll take yeah. the other we'll, we'll conquer and divide but yeah. then it's also like that split in the family that's a little bit um, um, rather than Everything. all united mm-hmm. in that
2: simplicity mm-hmm. of the firstborn. it gets that crazy juggle going so dad is a big, big part of my kid's life and my life as a working mom because he's very involved with them. He he has his own business, so he's able to pull a drop-off or a pickup from school, and he's happy to step in and do those things because I could not make all of that happen for both kids yeah. and work a full-time job without having, I don't know. But seeing how those pieces of a pu- I mean it's a crazy puzzle mm-hmm.
0: and you break off one piece and it doesn't fit anymore. Right. So, and now Julie, you <laughs> represent a completely different opposite. family story. <laughs> Go ahead. I
3: honestly don't even know where to start right now. So. Um I've been in the wine and liquor business since I was in college and that was 25 years ago. I'm 44. And I've been working in New York for 25 years and then moved to Florida about seven years ago. Single, in the business, constant, like work was my life. Everything was, when do I get to the next level? And when I left New York, I was managing four states for Svetka Vodka. I was constantly traveling. I didn't have family, children, husband, any of that in my sights at all. It was all about my career, and then I moved to Florida, and I met who I thought was the love of my life. Um, there's a whole. You'll other also
0: catch s- Julie on the single mom podcast. <laughs>
3: yes, yes. Yeah. So there is a whole other story behind that, which is for a totally different da- time. But um, I ended up getting pregnant at forty-one. Um, I am no longer with this person, so I am raising a son on my own which I absolutely love and would not wish it any mm-hmm. other way.
0: But it's now 10 to 8 p.m., and she's dressed to go out to an event yes. from here. Yeah. So there's a lot of... You have a different kind of schedule.
3: My schedule is 24 hours a day for, for really both, and it's it's interesting. I heard something that the owner of my company said, and I feel like I should quote Mel Dick, because he said once, I decided at a young age to dedicate my life to my career, and to my family, and there's very little room for anything else, and that's pretty much Mm -hmm. what I do. It is all about Spencer, and it is all about my job, and honestly, this telephone right here is, if I didn't have a calendar, I would not be able to function.
0: So I know I have on my my little list of questions is the idea of like job expectations, like how you meet that Performance or your own standards of how you envision yourself in that image, and then your home expectations. You know this idea that I will give all of my free time, and then the third one was self. You know, like there has to be some room because how do you have it to give? There's very minimal
2: self. self. Yes. (laughs) Um, Very little.
0: Very little self. Do you recharge? So how do you reach? So when you're working, does your does your Parent side kick in and go okay. Like so, when I get home, I'm going to be fresh and eager to start. And hear whiny, needy, um, and exciting. (laughs) And when I'm there at home, I'm also refueling. How does that recharge? How do you How do you do do it?
3: For me personally, I am able to work out of a home office, which is which Mm -hmm. is. Life-saving. I don't think... I could not do it any other way, and for the amount of time I've been in the business, I've been able to work from home. We have an office in Miramar, but because I'm in sales um, and I manage a team of seven managers across the state, I really need to be in one place more so than like running around You know, like they are. Uh So where I am in my career is absolutely perfect for the type of mother that I am. So during the day, I can drop Spencer off in my pajamas in the morning if I have to, or if I have to get to a meeting early in the morning... Every day
0: is literally one day at a time. And And you love the 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 unpredictability of the schedule or
3: I couldn't I do it any other way. Okay. And and to be honest, it'll prevent me from getting promoted to the next level because a promotion mm-hmm. in my field would be a director level, and I would have to be in an office five days a week
0: from nine to okay. six. I'm, I want I'm going to pause that reflection mm-hmm. so that everybody can talk about that because that did come up on the last working mom mm-hmm. podcast, and that is the first year. It was like work was very accommodating. Oh, we understand you're a new mom and you're this and you're that, but then the choices get narrower as you move forward. So how do you how do you respond to that? How do you feel about that? And then is there a time as you plan ahead? Oh, when he goes to kindergarten or first grade? I mean, how, what's it's funny. Mean I've, me? I've thought about the kindergarten first
3: grade thing, and I think that there's in school even less. Than they yes. are now. Mm-hmm. I mean, now they're at least 9 to 3 with, mm-hmm. you know, two days a week of an after-school activity. I know that they'll
0: be after-school then, but I think the hours are, like,
3: mm-hmm. much
0: earlier. Well, there's probably less school-time events. Maybe that's yeah. the one of the differences. But you're right. I mean, there's if you're not in an after-school program or have after-school help... If so. I didn't have my mom, mm-hmm.
3: um, I, I couldn't do it. And I said to her before, you know, I had Spencer, I said... You're going to be there, right? Because another circumstance had the ex in another place for a little while um, while I was pregnant. And um, it was really everything I had to do was, was planned. I planned the C-section. I planned the date it was going to happen. So I planned not to breastfeed. And, until, like, yeah. and, and I still do. Like, every single thing is in the calendar. Yeah, and everything. if it's not, and it, it it's like a curveball, it, it kind of, you know... I try not to get too fuddled. I just take things as they come. And if I can't do something, I don't do it. But my expectation with my job is that I'm out two to three nights a week. Um, Sometimes I bring Spencer with me. We go to dinner, and that's being out. As long as I'm, you know, out having dinner or drinking some wine or having a cocktail, that's part of my job. That's the biggest part of my job. And, you know, so it's fun. It's not like it's that I'm out, you know...
0: And I love Accounting that you get or... <laughs> to define it your own way. Yes. I want to come back to Mel's quote because I want to know if that quote is different for dads than for mothers, at least in your perception. But both of you are nodding with the career compromises. Is that the right word? But, Nicole, you were talking about, and I'm taking on all these new leadership roles. So how yeah. do you?
1: So my work has been extremely supportive for my first, for my sons, my daughter, and um, so they give me a lot of the opportunities to take on new roles, new leadership positions, but it's still within my current job title. So in terms of like thinking ahead to get promoted, I yeah, I am probably limited. But again, I, I love my job. I love what I do. I kind of have, in my opinion, I was at first torn about like teaching pharmacy school versus staying in clinical practice. And now I get the both, best of both worlds. Um, luckily, Pretty much everybody I work with has kids. That's nice. Whether who has grown up. Yeah.
3: My team is. Oh, good. The team in South Miami is not, so it's very different. Yeah.
1: So there's like some older pharmacists who kids are grown, but who have been like in the VA system for a long time, and then there's kind of the younger pharmacists that are within the last ten years who all have young kids. So that's really nice because it makes like a family friendly environment. Mm I, I really can't complain about my work. To me, honestly, I, I, it's kind of hard for me to say this, but going to work sometimes is kind of a break. Agreed. <laughs> um, it's like I actually get to like sit down for half an hour and have lunch without somebody screaming or p- of, p- pulling that was on Jane me. that Hannah was
0: uh, kind of popping up before when you were describing how hard it was. I was hearing you say it's hard, and I feel guilty. But I was feeling but, that yeah. under that guilt, you would not make any other choice. It's not like you. Yeah. So explain how you make that choice, no, and besides just the necessity of it, but but how you live with the thing that says, "Yeah, but I like it. Yes, I'm proud of myself. Yes, I'm a great role model for my kids."
1: So I would say very similar to Kristen. So I also I had a stay at home mom growing up, and I didn't. I thought for sure I would be a stay at home mom. Not even a question. If at bare minimum, at least work part time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. after being on maternity leave with both of my kids for four months <laughs> <You> <laughs> and that's like the wait. easy stage compared right. to, to what it is now um just I think given my personality it tends to be a little bit more of like an anxious high strung person and looking at things probably that I shouldn't be looking at and things like that I don't I think I would drive myself crazy if I was home with them all the time I would be like watching every move and analyzing every move and that just tends to be my personality um so for me staying in work is is a good thing, Um, because then when I come home, I I don't have the time to do all that, and I just get to be with my kids as they are and have fun with them. Is that your person time then? Is there a self-care time in addition to Um, being that person at work? No, (laughs) I don't think self-care time exists. You know, my husband is, like, really good. Like, this weekend he was just like, you know, both kids are taking a nap. Go out, go get your nails done, get a pedicure, things like that. Thankfully, like, he's willing to allow me. Yeah, I mean, I shouldn't say allow. Thankfully, he, like, gives me that opportunity (laughs) to go. Um, Same thing with my parents. They'll be like, go do something. Um, It's few and far between. It's just easier to relax. Yeah. I mean, there's times at work, like, if I go out at my lunch break and I have to get something done, I can, like, do a two-minute thing, you know? Um, But, yeah, it's and few and far between. Um, The choice to do it. The choice to...
2: The choice to do it, I think I kind of go back and forth, like, when you talked about elementary school. Like, sometimes I think to myself, am I going to do this forever? Mm -hmm. Can I do this forever? Do I even want to do this forever? I don't know. And I think, like, I have, for myself, I have, like, I call, like, I don't know, at work, we call them blue chips. So it's, like, certain things that are really important to you. So mine is, like, I really need to spend some time with my kids every day. Like, we like to go to a playground. Yesterday, we took a walk around the neighborhood and looked at Christmas lights or whatever, looked at holiday lights for an hour. So something where I feel like I can reconnect to them, even if mm-hmm. it's 30 minutes to an hour a day. If I can still do that and get that quality time with them and balance work, then I'm okay. Explain and if I can... Explain blue chips. Explain blue chips. So for, for our education, Because obviously yeah. not all corporations
0: are doing it, okay. but that so idea it's of like,
2: how you set your own... Loophole. So it's basically like sitting down and setting up what's important to you. So I um, keep going back to this. My mom was a, home, work, like a stay-at-home mom. She was a teacher later in life, but when we were very young, she stayed at home. So I think it's hard. You're kind of... You know, I read other things where like children of working moms, daughters of working moms, or children of working moms will have... It'll be easier for them to be a working Absolutely. parent because mm-hmm. they've seen it demonstrated... <clears throat> have different expectations whatever the situation is so I have things like you know it's whatever you think is important so your focus so you sit down and think about three things that I guess you think are your main focuses and then you have to kind of check in with yourself every week every month whatever it is to just to make sure that you're hitting those three goals so I have a few goals for myself like you know I want to I want to have time with my kids Every single day. So every that alleviates. So that does alleviate some of the guilt because you give your. Mm-hmm. You feel like you have corporate support that says I have permission to. Come. No, no. Like so, these <laughs> are my. <laughs> these are my home things that I because we do it at work. I did it at home. Oh, so, oh, yeah. perfect. so it's I a wonderful work concept. That I have to hit, like I have you know production yeah. goals yeah. and quality goals and making you know the meetings and everything that I have to do. It's such to. a great way of living like with attention and mm-hmm. intention. You know the idea yeah. of knowing what matters. Cuz you to have days day. where you know you're on a very tight schedule, your child decides that they're not going to get up and go to school, mm-hmm. that they want to fight you tooth and nail for every eating breakfast, getting dressed, brushing their teeth, getting out the door, and you know maybe you're late that day. Mm-hmm. I, but if you work from home, how do you what do you do in that situation? So I'm like in an office 9 to 5:30. I might as well barely work from home. What do I do in that situation? Sometimes I have to ask my husband to take them or sometimes I have to, if it's a really bad day, like I have to tell my boss I'm going to be 30 minutes late. I'll make up that 30 minutes at the end of the day. But I try to just stick to the routine as much as possible so that my children kind of know, like, you got to go. So on those days, I'm not going to give in and be like, you're not going to school today. I'm going to try to be patient with my son because he's the only one that goes to school now. But at the end, he still going to school that day because right. if I let this slide, then every single other day yeah. when I have to meet my routine and every minute counts in and the he morning. He appreciates you know, the
0: structure. He does, I think he, he does.
2: benefits. Yeah, I, I, we benefit from the structure because he's not going to fight me as hard and because they we don't think try- that the end result will be that he gets to stay home. But. I've lost where I'm going. So basically, I but some you, days you it's so difficult, and I think like I'm done. My husband's like, "You're done. I can't. Yeah. We can't do this anymore. <laughs> like yeah. this is crazy. You're literally going, you know, every minute of the day." But then, you know, weekends are important. I used to say when I went back from attorney live, like I'm living for the weekend. I know because <laughs> <laughs> all I, you know, I I really value family, and I want that time with my kids, and that is the most important thing to me. So, mm. I think that when I check in with myself at the end of the week on a Sunday, and I think, like, you know what? We went to the zoo. We had an amazing time. Mm -hmm. Like, my kids played on the playground outside for two hours straight, or we went to the beach and took a walk, you know? I think when I focus, like, okay, I still had time for that. I work my five days a week, but those two days were so great. And, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever it is, then as long as that's still, those are still being able to be made. Yeah, I'm still able to meet them there, like, Reconnect with them on those points, then it's okay. And I know, as the person watching your families,
0: it, it, it through the through the days and the years, it's you know that connection you have with your children, that that relationship yeah. is in no way does it suffer, is it mm-hmm. compromised at all? Mm-hmm. So go ahead. I just
1: I I feel like if I were to work for home from home, I would like go out every two minutes and be
2: like, oh, what are you doing? What are you yeah. doing? What are you doing?
1: So like, I, I don't know how you do that. You so I get used yeah. to it.
2: Or my daughter will get, she has separation anxiety issues. So if I do that to her, I'm like, it's harder for it's her hard if for I her. do that. Oh. Oh. So when I close the door, it's like... And you're able to do that, like, separate this is my work time, this is I have to close the door. Because if not, it's going to be so hard for her to, like, differentiate. Like, wow. then I am bouncing in and out of her life, you know. Yeah, but will be nice. She'll be in school. Yes. Everyone thinks working <laughs> just, from home is very easy. Like, I have a lot of moms that are like, oh, you're so lucky you can work from home. And I think that... Yes, I don't have to put on makeup. I don't have to get dressed. I don't have to sit in traffic. But also, like, yeah, when my daughter's having a tough day and you she's can. crying, yeah, it's like, how do you not? I'm not gonna like. I can't always just go because like, I can't always just go because yeah. then I'm gonna constantly be telling her, "Hey, I'm here, and you can have me with you whenever you cry." But I really can't give that to her because if I'm on an important meeting or something, I cannot do that. So I have to that's like the hardest set part, the right? boundary. Discipline.
3: That's the hardest. Part. And I think
2: the thing is, I so it used to be so hard for me, like. You know how you get that feeling of all your muscles mm-hmm. tense when your children mm-hmm. cry? And I would be working and having that feeling. But I think that I would t- t- actually tell myself, like, oh, other moms that are doing this aren't even hearing this cry. They don't even know. They're going to come home, and their child's going to give them that big it's smile true. at the end of the day. And their is going to tell them that they had a wonderful day, and they slept a two-hour nap, and they ate all their meals. And their mom's going to say, amazing. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, you know. Like, I wouldn't even know. I have to talk, like, talk, self-talk, I guess. My I husband
1: know. always, there's, like, a lot of telework opportunities within the VA system as well. And my husband's always like, y- one day you'll get a job, you can work from home, and you can be with the kids. But, like, you hearing be that, you, can't be, you know. can't be with the kids. You no, can't be with the kids. it's either or, like, or Yeah.
0: So, so we're, we're go- there's still so much. <laughs> so much. Um, but one of the questions was, the mom's carrying the emotional load. And if the moms carry the majority of the stress of the work-family balance. So even though you're a single mom, I want to go back to Mel's quote because it's that idea of the perception. I mean, I want to believe that the world is is just so much more open and so much more available and the opportunities are there and that the gender issues aren't um, so dominant. But is it the same? for working moms as working men. Uh, no. I mean, so Mel's quote, I have two priorities. Right. It somehow seems easier. Um, for me. And, and whether that's because you can still enjoy the possibility or the fantasy, I'm just going to be done with this one day. I don't yeah. have to do it. Or right. I have to. D- or
3: I have to do it. I don't have a choice. Right. right. I have to do it. Right. And luckily I can do it the way that I'm doing it and I can mm-hmm. work around the clock. You know the problem is Spencer is 3 and he's now he's been sleeping in my bed with me for Six months since so I just bought a townhouse. And so he's not... You know, he's still getting comfortable. And um, he's gotten used to sleeping in my bed. Mm-hmm. So that kind of creates lack of me time. Because when he goes to sleep, mm-hmm. I just naturally fall asleep because I'm mm-hmm. so exhausted. Mm-hmm. So there is no... Like, maybe I'll spend... Like, when I hear him snoring, maybe I'll grab my phone and I'll play Candy Crush for five minutes. Or I'll, <laughs> I'll like, <go> be <laughs> yeah, for exactly. five minutes yeah. and just have maybe 20 minutes to myself. Yeah. But I just... I keep breathing, honestly. And I just know that this period of life is not going to be this period of life forever yeah, and I'm right. so appreciative to have this child in my life and to have this job that I have, this career that I have that allows me mm-hmm. to have this child and I can balance both of it by some miracle and literally I take one day at a time and I know that he's not going to be three forever mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know I, it's funny because when I look at when he is going to graduate from college I am going to be retiring from my job around the same you know Uh give or take two years and i think okay that's when chapter three will start of my Mm -hmm. life and and you know i'm all about the moment and right now and doing this and doing us and whatever he needs i'm there for him and you know i have seven children that i call them my other seven kids that i manage that need me 24 7 if you'll sit here you'll see this doesn't (laughs) stop it doesn't stop and it's just a matter of finding the balance, you know. You have to learn that you can't get back to everybody immediately. And Spencer's my number one priority. But, you know, you do what
0: you have and to do. And people
3: respect that for you. Yeah. Well, the, the people on my team, I would say six out of, seven of uh, five out of seven of them also have kids. So I always give them that
0: respect. And they give me that respect, and you just, you make it and work. there's the big difference. The more women are out there mm-hmm. with kids in roles of leadership and responsibility, everything changes for everyone. Well, it's funny, because it's not all women that work for me with kids.
3: There are men who work for me with kids, and there are women who work for me with kids. And it, you can see there's a difference. The men can go out and do what they want, and they can be out late, and they'll just tell their wives, I'll be home late, and That's I hate true. You. The women kind of have to, like, it's a bigger deal, like... I'm gonna to need to get a babysitter. I don't know if I can leave the kid home with, You know, with the husband yeah. all night. You know, for for that many hours. And you know, so it's 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 you definitely see the difference. At,
0: at the at same, same time, I'm wondering why <laughs> don't I ever do a working dad podcast? Yeah. You know,
2: like because obviously they are
0: juggling yeah. and carrying guilt and burdens yeah. as I think, well.
2: I think I read an article. I can't remember a few months or probably like six months ago. And you said emotional load. Do the moms carry the emotional load? Mm-hmm. I think the moms just I'm more emotionally. Mm-hmm. I feel, like, in t- in touch with my children than my husband is, although he's very, very present in their lives. But I think the moms also carry, or I in my family carry, and a lot of the working moms I know carry, like, the mental load of it. So mm-hmm. not only guilt is, an em- like, ties mm-hmm. into that emotional load, but I think the moms are carrying the mental load of organizing. They're the social calendar. They're mm-hmm. the school calendar. Mm-hmm. They're answering every school email. So I think that that kind of, if you want to talk about, like, Spreading yourself thin, or where your energy goes. Not only are you planning dinner and clothes mm-hmm. and caregiving, but you're answering every birthday party RSVP mm-hmm. and keeping a mental calendar of everything and the that goes is, on. Will school. that
0: shift with you, with your generation? You know, like I just because it just seems so unfair. You know that unfairness. Yeah. And we did the podcast. I'm a control person, so I like I like um, to
2: know like what I'm doing. You want to know? And you My husband know literally how will tell done. me on Thursday. What are we doing this weekend? Okay. And I'm like, well, these are our two things that we have to do on Saturday, and then we're doing these two things on Sunday. Like, be ready at this time. <laughs> be he ready. has no clue what what happened or how to manage
0: it all without. He has no
2: idea, like until the day before what's going on. And I'm like, oh, I RSVP'd to that birthday party a month ago. I went right. as soon as I RSVP. I got the email. I read it. I RSVP'd. I went on Amazon. I bought the gift. Mm-hmm. Like, I already have it's gift wrap because I buy in bulk. <laughs> we're ready okay. to go. Already. That's Let's so go.
0: overwhelming like, to me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, the mental load of of, the work It's a mental load that I think is like your resources are... As a mom, I mean, like you gave birth to that child. Even if my husband wanted to take on the emotional load, I wouldn't be willing to give up any kind of emotional load for Mm -hmm. my son. Mm -hmm. If you wanted to take a little of the mental load and I was okay with it, that would be okay Okay.
1: (laughs) in my house. Interesting. So I feel the exact same way. I will say what I give up in my house is cooking. Um, My husband is like an amazing cook and he enjoys cooking and that's actually his like personal care self time um, so like that's like a, a really big help for me it's um, huge yeah having
0: him especially if he does the shopping and the
1: planning and yeah. the <laughs> so we kind of do shopping together uh, but he definitely I mean I like Juju Juju uh, Delivery, Grocery delivery? I do. No, I do we, we go I shopping together, but I, I, like, honestly, he take like, that's a, a really, really big burden off of me. Because I, like, work with some girls, and they're like, I gotta go home and cook and this and that. I think what I do struggle with, though, is kind of what you were saying. It's a lot easier for him to be like, hey, I'm staying home, or I'm staying at work late tonight, or I have a meeting. See you at 7, yeah, see you at 8. Right. Versus, like, even tonight, it's like, that. okay, honey, you got to put Ella to sleep first, and then once Ella's sleeping, and once we know she's for sure sleeping, yeah. I can manage it. Ethan. Yeah. It's like, right. I put them to sleep by myself yeah. all the time. Yeah, Two of them. Well, you
0: and you it's can It's that manage. idea, you oh, use the word, and nobody wants to say the word comfortably, but it's that idea of, like, he doesn't have to ask for permission to change the schedule, where yeah. you're not really asking for permission, but yeah. you need a lot more... It's, it's more fortunate. Like, is it, that, is it yeah. that
2: if you wanted to go have dinner with friends after work and not come home till 7.30? Is it that he wouldn't be okay with it? Or is it that you want to see your kids at 5.30 so you so, feel guilty and you wouldn't come home? So I think it's a little bit of both. Right now it's a little bit harder because I'm still nursing my
1: daughter. So that's like another big thing of it is that like I nurse her to sleep and she goes to sleep um the other thing is that he actually is very much emotionally connected to the kids so like whereas me if I put my daughter in and she cries for 10 minutes well then she cries for 10 minutes and she goes to sleep if she's crying and he hears her crying it's like she's crying she's crying we gotta go in so he he, he, like he can't yeah he like can't he doesn't do well with crying. So some of it is like then I, I feel guilty. Okay, then I didn't put her to sleep. Now her whole routine is messed up, and she's not going to go to sleep, and he's going to rock her to sleep, and then the he's next gonna, five days is going to be me rocking gonna her to sleep. Up. He's going to mess it up. It's going to mess it up. Um, you, but, he, I mean, he lets me go. It's just – and it's not asking permission. It's just a little bit more of like, okay, do this. And like, ha- the biggest thing is now with two of them, it's yeah. like putting her to sleep. Yeah.
2: yeah, two is you definitely have the juggle. and you don't have man coverage. Exactly. So you're like throwing them under the
1: bus. When it was just mean. one, he would, no problem. Like, okay, go out, do what you want to yeah. do. But now that it's two, it's like. My it's husband says go do what you want to do, but we each know how hard it is. So yes. it's like,
2: okay, we yeah. still do it, but. It's like, if it's you possible, needed compromise. to, you could. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so the, the wrap up is always the same. How have you got this? For right here, for right now. The juggle, the stress, the managing, the guilt. How have you got this, Nicole?
1: Um, I, I, sh- I struggle with the guilt. I think I'll always struggle with the guilt, and that's just part of being working a mom. But then on the flip side, I don't know if I could be a stay-at-home mom. Um, I could not do it without my husband and my family, hands down. Like I'm very thankful that my husband is supportive, that he's involved in the kid's life, wants to be super involved. And I 100% cannot do without my parents because they do, I mean,
2: a lot more than other parents do. And it's so different when it's family. Yeah. 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 Same, uh, I think, you know, my husband does a lot. And when he goes away for a trip or something, we definitely feel it. So I think kind of knowing now after two years of having two kids under two... Um, we've ironed out our schedule and our routine and we stick to the routine and you know, I know I'm the one who deals with dinner and I know he's the one who's gonna do the dishes while I'm getting one kid to sleep. So I think how do I got this is I basically just stick to my routine and I try to focus on the positives at the end of the day, even if the days get really blue chips, really blue crazy. chips. That's my big
0: takeaway from tonight. I like that. <laughs> Love it. Okay, so yeah. I
3: honestly wouldn't have it any other way. I can't imagine, and Spencer's father is not a part of his life at all. He doesn't see him. We don't communicate with him. So for me, I don't have to even give him up, you know, on the weekends or share him. And I couldn't, I couldn't if I had to. It, it is this way. I wouldn't have it any other way. I don't have to depend on anybody, you know, and I don't want to, at least for now. Mm-hmm. And we'll see if that changes. But for now, it's, you know, it's me and him. It's him and me. And that's how we communicate with each other. And how do I got this? I mean, one day at a time, literally. Mm-hmm. It's one day at a time. I want to like
2: lap back in like five years and see if any of us have any me time then. Yes. <laughs> Don't
0: w- Guaranteed, five <laughs> years from today, we'll be yes, right here. we should do it. Thank you. I, I just bow down before you because I see you as just creating these lives that work first for you, and then for your children, and then for your families. I mean, I really do see you as amazing women. Thank you. So that's the mess for today. We appreciate you listening to See Me, Hear Me, Love Me. Seeing little people learn and grow. Listening to parents taking a crazy, uncertain journey. Loving the fun and loving the mistakes. You write the rules. You write your story. We just want to be part of the conversation. But in the end, we know you got this. We'll catch you next week. Take care. Wait, wait, wait. One more thing. If you liked our podcast, please tell a friend. Or even better, write us a review at iTunes. We'd also like to invite you to join us on Facebook. That's with me, Karen Deerwester. And check out the parenting resources at FamilyTimeInc.com. You'll also find us on Twitter at FamilyTimeInc and Instagram at Karen underscore time. Thanks for listening today. Thanks to everyone at B'nai Torah Congregation for this wonderful space. Thanks to Darren Littman for the great intro. And thanks to the front and the follow for the song, Listen. We are listening. See you next week.